Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, friends, and welcome. Thanks for being here and listening today. We are going to talk all about our thoughts and weight loss and how Watching our thoughts really does bring about weight loss as well as a healthy, nourishing relationship with food and our bodies. Obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you know, you are well versed in thoughts and how our thoughts create our feelings and then our behaviors. And this is going to be just a little bit more, um, you know, in depth about how watching our thoughts, um, playing with our thoughts, working with our thoughts really does create weight loss, how that works. So it is true that to lose weight or to get that freedom feeling relationship with food and our bodies, we do have to actually behave in ways that create this, right? We, We do actually have to have actions that help create this, meaning, you know, we're eating only what our body needs for nourishment. We're not overeating all the time. Sometimes overeating, it's gonna happen. We're normal, it's human. But, you know, we're looking for that not to happen all the time. Um, but really, so we do need actions. We do need to change our behaviors. But really, um, the change needs to start before this piece is in place. And if you're someone who has repeatedly lost weight and then regained weight, then this thought work piece is absolutely crucial for losing the weight for good. So for most of us, for most of my clients, it is always our thoughts and beliefs, not your diet, that hold you back from living in the body you really want to live in. You know, excess weight is often a reflection of our mental and or our emotional state. And, you know, that's because for so many of us, I know most of you listening, um, And I just think, you know, I'm guessing it's like 80% of the population is just, you know, very much emotional eaters. We use food for comfort, um, to numb out, to distract from our emotions. So that's emotional eating. And even when you're feeling good, if you're overeating because you're, you know, super happy or whatever, that's still emotional eating. So if we don't make the necessary changes in our subconscious mind uh, to support our conscious goals, that subconscious mind will continue to run thinking patterns, habits of thought, I call them ways of thinking that will undermine and even sabotage your goals. So this thought work and understanding that it is the foundational piece for losing weight and keeping it off for good is so, so important. I've worked with 
so many men and women over the years who have worked so hard with their diets to lose weight. And time and time again, they regain or just can't get it off to begin with. And it's always the thought work piece that is missing. Once we get that piece into place, the weight comes off and stays off. And one thing you'll always hear from me is, I mean, there are some other people out there doing this work and often, you know, I will hear things, I'm listening to other things or see things on social media and they will say things that, you know, the thought work piece, that part has to come first. You have to learn to love your body first. You, you know, before you start losing weight, like you have to do that piece first. And, and I, I have not seen that. I will argue that, um, it is important and yes, it can come first and that can be super helpful, but you can do it alongside of making the behavior changes so that you're doing this thought work, you're working on the thought work while the weight is coming off. It's not that you have to figure all this subconscious conscious stuff out first in order to then start losing the weight. Yes, you need this piece. I truly believe it, but you can do it alongside of each other. You can do the thought work alongside of while you're doing the behavior piece of losing the weight. I wanted to tell you about a company I recently used and that you may be interested in using as well. It is called Five Strands, five, the number, and then S-T-R-A-N-D-S, five strands. And it is a test to learn about food intolerances, environmental intolerances, and it can give you lots of really good information on how your body is currently responding to your diet. So it can identify food or environmental intolerances, and then you can kind of temporarily remove these things from your diet and make lifestyle decisions around that in order to reduce inflammation, to feel a bit better. Uh, This isn't about allergy testing. This isn't the same if you were to go get allergy testing through blood. This is uh, simply about a different process they use that help to identify not allergies, but simple intolerances to foods that you currently may be eating and things in your environment. And then once you have that knowledge, the idea is you can go into an elimination diet and take all those things out at once versus if any of you have done an elimination diet before, when you're trying to figure out what's working for you, what's not, you know, maybe something like you take out all dairy, you have to wait four weeks to see how you respond, then you take out another thing, then you, so it's just this really long process of trying to figure those things out. This is just a really quick, simple, easy way to get that information and eliminate all those things at once. And then the idea is you do slowly add them back in once your body, um, the inflammation has calmed down, your body's ready to respond to them again. So this isn't about eliminating these foods forever and always. It's simply about taking them out for a time period to really optimize your health, maybe even lose some weight, and then um, slowly adding them back in. And the test is so easy because you just send in some strands of hair, hence the name of the company, Five Strands. You just send in some hair, you get results back within five to seven days. The other reason I, when asked, agreed to work with this company was because their customer service was so amazing. Any questions you have, um, anything like that, they are just friendly, very knowledgeable. Um, I just really, really appreciated their 
this to me was like old school customer service. So they're a great company. Um, and, and, and this sort of testing can just give you that idea of, okay, these are the things I'm going to try to cut out and, and we'll see, um, you know, trying to optimize feeling good, all that sort of stuff. And my own personal thing with this is I was noticing that I was having, uh, just some cues and feedback going on from my body with some regular things I had been eating where I had never had those uh, negative cues and feedback before. And so I knew something was going on and that's why I got into taking this test. And what was really interesting is some things came back that I knew would come back. Like I've always known dairy. I do not do well with dairy. Um, I, I know I don't do well with eggs, things like that. But I really found some of the results fascinating. Like there were certain proteins that I was used to eating every single day that I'm highly right now currently in my lifestyle intolerant to um, and other proteins that were just fine. So that helped me adjust uh, to what I'm eating right now. Another thing that was really interesting is I always thought I was really intolerant to red wine but could was fine with all clear alcohol like vodka, um, all that kind of stuff. And Actually, according to this, uh, all clear alcohol is not good, but I am totally cool with red wine. So things like that were really, really fascinating to me and also just helped me create sort of this elimination diet plan for about six weeks that I'll be doing and uh, just just gave me all the information in one shot. So I highly, highly recommend them if you are looking to optimize your health it's a quick and easy test to just get more information. I really do hope you give it a try. I just believe more knowledge about our bodies and how they are working is such a key in gaining that optimal health. So if you want to give them a try, you can head over to fivestrands.com. Again, it's the number five and then S-T-R-A-N-D-S.com. And when you go to check out, put in my name, Heather Heinen. H-E-Y-N-E-N, and you're going to get a nice discount. So let's think about this here. The diet business is booming. It makes so much money through, through gimmicks, through shakes, through diet programs, through supplements, through cleanses, through, you know, eat this and, you know, the, the food plans. Um, but it is really obvious that it's not working. <laughs> So we are spending more and more and more money on, you know, gimmicky diet stuff and we are more overweight and unhealthy than we have ever been. So the truth is these diets do not work for the long term, for lasting weight loss, for permanent weight loss. They're they're just I mean, really they're simply they're just not sustainable. And I just don't get why, you know, we would keep spending the money, putting in so much energy and effort to lose some weight for a short period of time. Because you can follow any diet and it'll work for a short period of time. <laughs> but inevitably, um, you know, we we gain back the weight, usually plus some extra weight. And so there there is something really missing from the diet industry. And that is the thought work, the emotional work that needs to coincide or can come before making the behavior changes um, to how and what we consume with food and drink. And the problem that then occurs with this dieting, losing, regaining, dieting, losing, regaining cycle is that 
you will start to carry a belief within your mind, a belief that is very limiting. And I have another episode on limiting limiting beliefs. I'm sorry, I don't have the podcast number, but if you scroll through, I know it's titled that, Limited Beliefs. Um, but you know, so we start to create then this belief that is very limiting, the belief that you will never be able to lose weight or maintain your optimal weight because you're in this yo-yo cycle of losing, regaining, losing, regaining, or maybe never being able to lose. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you're going to know what I'm about to say. A limiting belief will then populate thoughts subconsciously and consciously that create feelings because remember, thoughts create feelings that create feelings of defeat, unwillingness, of overwhelm, helplessness. And then these feelings will drive actions and behaviors that will include things like screw it eating and or drinking, um, behaviors like giving up, continued emotional eating, binging cycles, etc. So people can also hold on to weight out of fear. And I've worked with some people who have suffered sexual abuse, other kinds of physical abuse, some sort of well emotional abuse, but some sort of trauma. So they they subconsciously hold on to the weight as a protective measure. Um, especially, um, I see it a lot with people who have been sexually abused. They they kind of keep that weight on as a protective measure to keep them from being abused again, right? Um, some have a fear that if they lose weight, more will be expected of them, or that if they lose weight, their friends and family, who may also be overweight, will reject them. Some will hold on to weight so they can sort of keep an excuse not to date, even when they would really like a life partner. But there's so much fear there in dating, Um that they really, you know, may think they want to lose weight, but they kind of hold on to it subconsciously, right? Because there's this sort of belief system. So there are so many subconscious reasons that people will hold on to their weight, even when they so desperately want to be at a different body weight. And these beliefs are so limiting because in order to release unwanted weight for good permanently, you're conscious and subconscious mind have to agree. They have to be in alignment. So you can keep putting the energy into losing weight and keeping it off while all your extra energy is getting spent on the tension and the back and forth tug of war. So, you know, between your subconscious mind, we could call it your lower brain. Um, you know, that's saying you need to keep the weight on because of some of those subconscious reasons I was mentioning. And then your your conscious mind or your higher brain is thinking, I so want this weight off, right? So there's tension. It, they're out of alignment. There's a struggle there that goes on behind the scenes within our mind. So if your higher brain or your conscious mind says, I want to lose weight and keep it off and I believe I can do it easily, but your subconscious or lower brain is running the programming that you will never be able to reach your goal, they will most likely struggle. That person's going to most likely struggle to lose weight and keep it off despite you know, your conscious mind really wanting to do that very thing. Okay. So first things you kind of want to do is ask yourself, what's your story? Becoming aware and clarifying our story or our narrative is really important to begin to unwind subconscious beliefs that are not serving us. I mean, often we don't even know what, you know, that, that we're running these subconscious belief systems or this programming, 
you know, so are, are you telling yourself that weight loss is hard because you're so busy because you don't have the energy or there, is there a story maybe from your past that is holding you back? Was a, was a parent often commenting on your body or their own body, right? Like, was that a focus within the family? Were you bullied as a child because of your weight? Did your family always celebrate with excessive food? The the limiting beliefs can stem from programming that you got way back into childhood, as well as it can come from stories or narratives you are telling yourself today as an adult. So, So figuring out and clarifying your story, your narrative, is really that first step in awareness. Your your thoughts and beliefs really do create your reality. So before or alongside of, like I said, changing what and how you are eating and drinking, it's really important to work on changing your thoughts and beliefs so that your thoughts and beliefs can create the feelings that you need in order to stay engaged with the behaviors that will help the weight come off for good. And there are really many ways to do this, and this is obviously how I work with my clients to find best practices that work for them because everyone does this process a little different because we are all different. But one of the number one ways you can start to work on this is by listening and watching your self-talk. So in, in order to get to your optimal weight and stay there, you really are going to need self-respect, trust in yourself, integrity with yourself, and feelings of self-worth. You, you will need to feel that you deserve to be healthy and to be in the body you want to be in. If you have lots of body shaming thoughts or self-talk that go on in your head, um, you know, you're constantly telling your body how ugly it is or how fat it is or how disgusting it is, your subconscious is going to believe this. So if you start to practice talking about your body in a more neutral Um, or positive, if you can get there. Most people find if you have a lot of negative self-talk about your body, um, it just feels too fake to start trying to do positive affirmations about your body. So usually with clients, we start to work on just more neutral thoughts about the body. Just just starting out being neutral about your body will work too. So you can really start to rewire your subconscious brain, that lower brain, assuring your body that it is safe to lose weight, and that you so appreciate the things it can do for you now is one way to get out of the negative self-sabotage programming and start to rewire that subconscious mind with neutral body thoughts. Over time and with practice, your subconscious will begin to align with your conscious mind, and this is what is needed for that permanent weight loss. Okay, so give it a try. Start to be aware of what some of your subconscious programming is that is holding you back from your goals. Obviously, journaling can be helpful with this because you can gain insight from that, as can working with someone with some expertise in this field to partner with you to help you uncover some of these things. And then look at your self-talk. What are you saying to yourself? How do you talk to yourself? Acknowledge that and then write down sentences that are more neutral, that you can start to practice daily. Remember, again, our beliefs and thoughts do create our reality with everything in life. So if you have a goal or want change in your life, whatever it is, getting our subconscious and conscious mind to align with each other 
is necessary to make those things happen. All right, I hope you learned something useful or were reminded of something useful that you can use in your own life to get to the place you truly want to be. And if so, please leave a positive review or pass along the podcast to someone else you think it could benefit. This really does help me keep these episodes coming out. And thank you to all of you who have recently supported the podcast. Well, and all of you in the past who have supported the podcast um, with with monthly donations. Even a 99, cent, 99 cents a month is really so huge to help me continue to keep these podcasts going, producing them. Um, and if you are interested in doing some... Uh, you know, supporting the podcast. There's a listener support button. If you scroll down from the episode that you're listening to right now, there's a link um, where you can do some listener supporting. Okay. Thanks so much. And we will talk next week. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services.